This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3. Was it producer Billy yesterday afternoon? She said, I'm coming in. He said, no, you're not coming in. Yeah, she rang him to say, <laughs> I'm feeling better. I'm coming to work. <laughs> and he heard the tone of her voice and went, no, you're not. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, no, Kristen, away. Look, she'd probably be back tomorrow. We're not sure. Probs. But, uh, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yep. In the meantime, uh, it's time right here for you to relax, Ken. Okay. Sit back, take your, uh, take, put your feet up on the desk if you want. Thank you. Because we're about to play back uh, a chat that I recorded yesterday after the show um, uh, with a man called Jim Jeffries. Not heard of him before, and you're astounded that I haven't. Yeah. I have actually done quite a bit of reading uh, reading about him now, and he seems like quite the like, sort of bloke that you might like to sit down with, have a good conversation. Oh, yeah. And about 100 beers. Yes. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> yes. Anyway, here's what happened yesterday when I caught up with the great Jim Jeffries. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest was born in Sydney in 1977, and he's been a lot of places since then. His dad was a cabinet maker. I do believe his mum was a teacher. You've probably seen him on the telly. And for the love of God, if you haven't seen this man tell a story about him and his brother taking their best mate to go and see a prostitute when he had muscular dystrophy, it is one of the most amazing things I've come across in my life. Please put your mitts together for the one and only Jim Jeffries, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. Woo! Jim, welcome. Uh, thank you very much. That's my favourite story I've ever done as well. Not, not many people know that story. I'm glad you referenced that. That was the, the way I was introduced to your comedy, Jim, by a friend of mine many, many years ago. He said, you've got to watch this story. There's, a, there's this comedian called Jim Jeffries. You've got to watch him. He tells a story about he has a mate who had muscular dystrophy and he and his brother take him to see a lady of the night. And it, it is, I, I, want to, I want to say, what, 25 minutes long, that story? It's one of the most entertaining yeah, stories I've ever heard. It's a long story and uh, his parents, they never really liked me. They've never really liked me, and I don't believe they've, they've ever seen my stand-up, and that's good because they'd figure it out pretty quickly, I reckon. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> a pretty niche story, isn't it? I mean, it couldn't be about anyone else. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, how many bikes of muscular dystrophy does this fella know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mate, you're about to get back on the road, and as I understand it, you, you're not just starting a new tour. You're picking up a tour... That, that COVID interrupted for you some time ago and, and bringing it here to Australia with even more shows than were originally planned. Uh, what... Yeah, I, I, I came out, my wife was pregnant at the time and, and, you know, America was completely, there was no gigs going on and I thought, well, we'll go tour Australia and my wife's British and hadn't been to Australia and I was just like, oh, you're going to love this place, it's fantastic <laughs> and it's all opened up and there's no COVID and all sorts of we quarantined for two weeks, which if you do that with a six-month pregnant woman, isn't the easiest job you've ever done in your life. Oh, and uh, then we got out, and there was a few cases and a few cases, and the whole thing was cancelled. So, oh, so you know, that's, uh, that's how that went down. But the good thing is the tour sold so well that we got to add shows when we reschedule it. So we go into Canberra and we go to Hobart and we're doing some shows in New Zealand and a whole lot of different places. Yeah. That's the positive that's come out of it. You're going to be here at uh, Llewellyn Hall on the 12th of June next year. Tickets go on sale officially to the public on the 6th of December, but if if you're one of those fancy frontier people, you can get them a couple of days early, so um, make sure you check that one out. Jim, what's on your mind at the moment? What are you talking about on stage these days? Well, you know, you've got to do the COVID, you've got to do that, but I've got, you know, like you said, the muscular dystrophy story, I've got two big stories in this new uh, show. I've got one story, I won't ruin it for you, but the meat of the story is that I almost killed John Cleese. Um, <laughs> so that's a fun tale. <laughs> 
Oh, see, we, um, we get taught to do a thing in the radio business called hooking, Jim, where you know, you'll say, coming up after the break, I'm going to play a song from a man who once owned a, a pet tiger or whatever. And then and the idea is people go, oh, oh, I better stick around and find out what he's talking about. But if you said, coming up next, I'm going to tell you the story about how I nearly killed John Cleese. I mean, dude, it is the ultimate hook. I'm in. Sold. Well, I, I really did believe I killed him. I, I lived with him for a short while in... Uh a house in Phoenix with Rob Schneider. Uh, we were I mean, we were punching up a script, and that's all I can tell you. You got to come and see the show. But uh, yeah, I did always kill John Cleese. Look, if that doesn't sell it for you, I'm stuffed if I know what will, friends. Um, the man who shared a house with John Cleese and Rob Schneider and nearly killed the former of those two. We'll see him in town. You'll be here. Uh, what did I say? Well, of course it was, Jim. No one would try and kill him on purpose. Um, the 12th of June, it's a Sunday at Llewellyn Hall. Make sure you get some tickets. They go on sale the 6th of December. Jim, thank you so much for your time, mate. And best of luck. Here's hoping a disease doesn't wreck it for you this time around, buddy. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you having me on your show, by the way. You're listening to the Kristen and Nige podcast. Mix 106.3. Kristen and Nige's The Real Ken Barron. There it is. Isn't it time you explored somewhere new? Canberra, more than our home. <laughs> hey, sorry about that, Canberra. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> I just pushed one button and everything happened at yeah. once. Why do you love the, Why do you love living in a camera? Not the radio station. Oh yes, the, the highly competent <laughs> breakfast shows that we get to listen to. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Uh, Michelle from Dunlop. Uh, we're giving away real Ken Berens packs on the show this week. Uh, they're worth five hundred bucks a pop, and all we ask in return is that you tell us something that you love about living here in the nation's capital. Um, uh, what is it I for you? Am- I absolutely adore a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon, freezing to death at GIO Stadium, cheering on the Raiders. Oh, yeah, yes! <laughs> With pies, a pie in each hand, not to eat, <laughs> just to keep you alive. Yeah, yep, yep. Keep the blood yep, flowing. Yep. Yeah. And so, Michelle. You've got the blanket around your lap, you've That's got it. four layers on, beanies, gloves, scarves, all with Raiders written on it, of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. On the boys. And yeah. that's so good. And you know, a win always helps. And even though it's so cold and you've got all those layers on, and we were talking about uh, beer with uh, Lewis in here earlier, yeah. you still have yourself just one or two uh, ice cold beers on an ice cold Sunday afternoon, don't you, Michelle? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We've got the Raiders stubby holder, That's so it. you keep your hands a bit warmer. Oh, Michelle, you thought of everything. <laughs> I love it. You <laughs> hold that line, okay? You are definitely in the running for our uh, Real Ken Barron's pack number one. Very nice. Uh, Camo, ask John from Greenway what he loves about living in Canberra. John from Greenway, please tell us, what do you love about living in Canberra? Well, this time of morning, the traffic is really good heading into work <laughs> for my birthday today. Oh, oh it's your birthday! Mate, that's not going to help yeah, you win. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Plus, the the walk around any of the lakes and every random people, any random person saying, hello, good morning, good afternoon, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. we are just so bloody polite. We are. 100%. As long as we're not behind the wheel, we're <laughs> extremely polite. <laughs> yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, and you're absolutely right. I, I, I walk in the morning usually, and there's always a cheery good morning or a hello as uh, the person walks up, uh, you know, towards you and then pass. It's good. I yeah, love it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I oh. mean, that happens That happens most places as well. Although, I um, spend time in Cronulla as well, and you walk up along the Esplanade there, and everyone's just eyes on the project. Oh, yeah, yeah. And here's a tip for you, Cam. If you're in Cronulla, don't ever make eye contact with someone who's wearing the Aussie flag as a cape. <laughs> yes. 
That's my advice to you. Right. Uh, John and Michelle, thank you both for your calls. Um, okay. We are going to take some more throughout the show. Um, you're both definitely in the running. And by the end of the show, we're going to pick our favourite caller. Yep. Uh, and that person wins the real Ken Barron so state number one. Michelle was great. Of course, Raiders uh, at GIO Stadium, fantastic. And John weaved a couple in there. Traffic, walking, yeah. birthday, the whole lot. I mean, even our peak hour traffic's not that bad. No, I know. It's a wonderful place. You hear people complaining. It's just like a, it takes you 25 minutes to drive from one side of town to the other in Sydney. And I grew up in Sydney. Yeah. You're lucky to get two suburbs. Oh, if that. <laughs> Lucky to get to the fish and chip shop in 25 minutes. <laughs> Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Occasionally, Cam, what we also do on the show that pushes my luck a little bit is this exact segment right here. Okay. It's called, quite simply, Ask Nige. This is um, good. So I bought you enough time to get all that ready, did you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> Um, and look, for reasons I can't understand, apparently this is one of the most popular segments we do. And, okay. and all it is is I get to I get on these online advice columns, like these <laughs> agony aunt things. Right. And there's all these idiots out there asking <laughs> dumb questions. <laughs> and then even more idiots from the public yep. going, oh, I think you should do this. And, and when the answer is, is obvious right in front of your face, but mm-hmm. no one's got the stones to actually tell them the truth. Okay. And so you're here that, to that's my job. provide us with said truth. I've intercepted all of these drummers <laughs> and we're going to sort them out <laughs> properly for you right now. Okay. And of course, what experience do you bring to the table? Oh, literally some. <laughs> I, I've dabbled in relationships over the years. Mm. How's that gone? A couple of them. Yeah, not well mm. in the long run. Um, but I've quit now. So now I get to sit on the sidelines and judge everyone else. <laughs> you sit up in the yeah, peanut it's gallery. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It's like being on social media without doing it. Uh, the first problem here says, I moved countries to be with her. Oh. Then found out she's sleeping with someone else. What should I do? <laughs> oh, that's very simple. Yeah. What you do is you come home, preferably via the duty-free liquor store. <laughs> there you go. Next problem. Oh, so that's done. Well, I mean... What else is he going to do? Okay. Can you think of how to elaborate on that? And so correct me if I'm wrong, when Kristen's here, sometimes she will then go to try and add yeah. to your advice. Yeah, and, and, and then we chastise her for it and we ask her, what's the segment called? And she I, goes, oh, it's called Ask Night. And then right. we say, what is it not called? <laughs> it's not called Ask Kristen. That's right. right. Next one. Please. Uh, it's not called Ask Cam either. Okay. I'll just, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just stand over here then. The next one says, should I tell my employer about my condition? Mm-hmm. And look, unfortunately, this is another one of those it kind of depends situations. Now, if your condition <laughs> means that sometimes your hair goes a bit frizzy when it's humid, I wouldn't worry about it. Right. If, if, on the other hand, you have a condition whereby you flip out and start stabbing people whenever a phone rings, right. you might want to bring that up with HR at some point. At some point. Yeah. Okay. Got to be sensible about these things, Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, third and final problem here says, how do I get my boyfriend to come out of his shell or at least take his shirt off? <laughs> and that's very simple. <laughs> the answer to that, friends, is tequila. <laughs> that's not the answer. Oh, it is, Cam. <laughs> that's not you give him half a dozen agave drinks. <laughs> Tequila's and not. He'll, the... he'll have his shirt off. He'll be on the roof. It's not the answer to anything. He'll be yelling at the cops through a bullhorn <laughs> yeah. with a garden hose in the other hand, having a great old time. 
You're listening to the Kristen and Knight podcast. Mix 106.3. Uh, just your your lovely daughter, Matilda. Mm. I, this this astounds me, uh, Camo, because I still have distinct memories of meeting Matilda for the first time mm. when she was sitting in a high chair. Yes. And the look she gave me. Yeah, well, she still has that would look. Would have killed a plant. Yep. I was still- like, oh, hey, Tilly, it's not like she was a baby. Uh, I'm like, nice to meet you. Uh, and she stared at me like, uh, like I was the guy who killed her hamster last week. Yeah, you know? so you can take that look and times it by 100 now. Yeah. And then add the rolling of the eyes as well. Tremendous. That's always a special because she's 15 and a half. But the most important part, and they grow up so fast, don't they, Cam? <laughs> uh, the, the important part and the exciting part for you as a parent is uh, it's L-plate time. It's time for Tilly to get out on the streets of the nation's capital and unleash her inner goddess. Or yes. whatever it is you do yes, it is. as a young person these days yes. to feel empowered behind yep. the wheel. So she's wanted. She's shown an interest in driving for a number of years, and that's great because I love my driving as well. Yes, uh, and so she's shown an interest, which is good. It's come time to do the road ready course, yep. and she's done that through school. Okay, which is so excellent. That's the the theoretical side of things, isn't it? The paperwork, the, the questions about the rules and that, such yep, forth. Yep, yeah, yep. cool. Okay, and so she's even come home and no, with no other schoolwork as this happened. Right, uh, she's asked us to put us through the test and okay. ask us some questions at random, and we've got the book out, and we're doing it. Well, I'm not doing it because she doesn't speak to me anymore. But well, That's fair enough. Yep, she's 15. Yeah. Uh, so her and her mother and I'm sort of, you know, I'm observing. And so she's gone quite well. I thought, oh, she might be in for a shot here. Anyway, she goes to school a couple of weeks ago right. for attempt number one. Attempt number one? Yep. Come home, get yep. ready with the buzzer. Uh, oh, come on. Yep. Really? Fail? Fail. First round, failed? First round, gone. Oh, look, that can happen. I failed my first go. Yep. Okay. Round number two. Round two. Yep. And fail. Again? (laughs) Really? Yes. Oh. Tilly, for whatever it's worth, if you're listening, I'm on your side here. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Why? Well, I just am. Uh, I think she's a great kid. Oh, you sound like a mother. She's an excellent golfer. (laughs) Yes. uh, And and she'll be an excellent driver, too, when when she finally gets gets the pass on the test. How many goes? Are we still going? She got it on the third go. Third go! That's all right. So now she's... I know people have taken five, six, seven She's got goes. the bit of paper waving it at me and, and really, look, Dad. Yeah. Right? We've got to go off to Access, Access Canberra now to to formalise it. Oh, dear. And, and then, 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 then the next part is you've got to get in the car with her, don't well, you? Well, and so, again, with Charlie, my eldest, I love teaching her to, how to drive because I was taught how to drive by the police driver trainers at St Ives up in Sydney. That's where I was taught properly how to how to drive safely and yeah. defensively. Uh, and and how, so, you, how to do a handbrakey. <laughs> reverse handbrake. That's, how they, that's <laughs> what they taught you to do a J-turn, didn't they? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. All right, so not that I did that with Charlie. However, what we did do is very early on, so she got her L and in down in Demon Prospect and that whole area down there before so all the road infrastructure was in but no houses were built oh of course and no traffic so we went down there many many times and not only did we just drive around but we got out and we talked about the four stages of a corner right so the approach uh, entry apex exit and then we walked yeah. through those stages and we did all slow that. in fast out all of that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sideways yeah, yeah, yeah. trail breaking <laughs> <laughs> these are all important things to learn right and so Charlie, unfortunately, though, oh, God, she was in tears. So we went up to Gungahlin to do the actual test, and she was 
she was confident, but uh, the bloke who was testing her took her right up into the middle of Gungahlin where the um, streets are one metre wide and asked her to do a three-point turn. Fair enough. Um, but as that happened, another car came around the corner and she got in the way. And so better get oh. that buzzer out again, Nige. Oh, really? Another fail. At least this one's for Charlie. Yep. Yeah. But we drove away. She was in tears. Oh, man, I nearly was the first time I failed as well. Yep. Um, very rarely, apart from you, does it work well the first time around. Yep. But, um, look, we want to uh, – hopefully I want to get calls from parents here mm. if we can. Because yep. as I understand, there's nothing that a parent loves more than throwing their kid under the bus. We were out the back of Hume when I was teaching Charlie as well and uh, the big wide streets and we were going backwards and forwards anyway. This, this woman came around with her daughter in an SUV and she's come round the corner on two wheels. Oh. There, there was a driveway there that went into the paddock. So we were doing practising driving in reverse and out and so they saw that. They thought they'd have a go. She went the poor kid came around into into the driveway, also on the other two wheels, and they bumped and hit it so hard. The poor the poor lady who was teaching had whiplash. Oh my god! <laughs> Why do we even do this, <laughs> uh, parents? It's time to dob your kids in. Yeah. So the question we want you to finish is, or the the sentence we want you to finish is: mm. uh, I took my kid for a driving lesson, and this happened. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Um, how far out of hand did it get <laughs> yes. on the L plates? Give us a yell, 62421063. Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Cam Sullings, we're back. You're in for Kristen this morning, uh, and we're talking L plate fails. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your young daughter, Matilda, is <sighs> in the process of getting her L's, Whoa. and it's a very exciting time for you as a father, <sighs> no doubt. <laughs> And Amy from Moncrief joins us uh, to uh, to answer that question uh, or, or finish the sentence. I was uh, taking my kid out for a, a driving lesson and mm. this happened. Dot, dot, dot. But now, Amy, in your instance, you were the one who was learning. Is that right? That's right. My dad was ex-military and, you know, really, really expected me to know what that sign had said back there. All of that. So he says, let's go for some night driving. And I said, good, I've got to go out. I'm wearing high heels. We're in a HR Holden. (laughs) 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 And um, we come up to a set of red lights and um, and I sail right through it. My dad's going, what are you doing? That was a red light. And I said, I can't get my heel out of the hole in the floor. (laughs) Get your heels stuck (laughs) under the pedals. Oh, God. (laughs) Whoa. Amy! You shouldn't be driving in heels! Was there a lesson that you learned, Amy? Tell us there was, please. My dad learned to lesson. Yeah. He went out there welding a new plate under the floor the next day. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, driving, yeah. learning a car that doesn't have holes in the floor. <laughs> but but <laughs> heels are okay. Oh, heels are fine. Yeah, yeah. Just don't drive the Flintstones car, yes. and you'll be fine. Wow, Amy. Thank you so much for your call. You've made my day. You really have. <laughs> Stay Thanks safe for out there. The okay, <laughs> love it. It's and gold. ladies, all jokes aside, we oh. talked to the police about this a yep. while ago. Um, it is not illegal to drive barefoot. In fact, the cops have said they'd prefer you drive barefoot than in heels. Take your heels off. Oh, because, please. I mean, please do. Uh, that, that story, while we're laughing away with Amy there, like that, oh, that could have ended very tragic. badly. Yeah. Right? And that, and in other circumstances, it has, like for a moment of seriousness. Yeah, seriousness. yeah. yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Mm. Um, uh, anyway. Please, no heels. Take your heels off. Yeah. And then... Run a red light, but don't wear heels while you're doing it. No, don't do that. Yeah. That was the Kristen and Knight podcast. Filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.